more than ever, your clients want to know that they are connected to you. They are connected to you. That's what they want to know. They want to know that you are there and you're with them. And so whether that's happening, holding their hand in person or whether it's walking them through how to put this machine together on the phone, it's the same thing. At Active Life, we believe that the healthcare clinic of the future is the gym. Everybody starts with the best case scenario in mind. Never sell anything to anybody who is not in the market for what you have. The only reason we work out is to create the opportunity to recover. And the healthcare provider of the future is the coach. And this is why you guys need to get paid well, because what you're doing is really, really hard work. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an urgent episode of Turning Pro. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host. I'm joined by Larry Geyer. Good, doctor. Thanks for having me. My pleasure to have you. And today, what we're talking about is how to get through if you're a personal trainer dealing with the coronavirus. Most of your business comes from working with people one-on-one in person. What are you supposed to do now? So Larry is the perfect person to talk about this with because that is the primary source of Larry's income outside of active life. He is working with people one-on-one. He's extremely sought after. And now he has to deal with this exact same situation as New York just put into place a mandated shutdown of gyms. As we speak, it is about 6 p.m. and it is Monday night. So Larry, let's talk about what are you doing with your clients so that they can continue getting value from you and you can continue getting paid while this thing goes on. Yeah. So there are two overarching problems, right? One of those problems is for me. One of those problems is for my clients. The overarching problem is for my clients is everything that I paid for and everything that I was trying to get after is now all at jeopardy and all up in the air because everything I've been working for, whether they're new and they just started getting after it and they're 10 weeks in or they're four years in, they're like, I don't want all this to go down the wayside. What's going to happen if I do nothing, right? So in other words, there's the problem of not only do I not want to lose everything I've been working for, but I also want to keep moving forward. Is that even possible? The second one is I need to pay bills and feed myself, right? So what the play is here, and, and listen, I would love for you to be able to support and kind of translate for the gym owner and the coach who works for a gym owner, what my situation is, personal trainers and coaches who are independently working on their own, not paying a gym owner rent, this, that, and the other thing you're going to directly relate. And and the reason why Larry is saying that is because if you work with clients and you are, for example, a coach in a CrossFit gym, your clients paid the CrossFit gym. They did not pay you. So they might've just bought 24 sessions done two of them with you and you've been paid for two sessions, but there's 22 outstanding and they've already paid. They're not going to pay you again. So I will translate what I believe the gym owner's responsibility is to the coach and to the client. Yes. And so I'm going to give my version first and you can, you can translate that for them. So here's the play. You're going to have one of two general categories of clients. And of course this exists on a spectrum. The first is clients who are very confident and competent. They've been in it for long enough. You trust them with their own movement. The second group of people is going to be clients who are relatively new and are still doing one-on-one sessions because there's a lot of learning happening. They still want their hand held. They don't trust themselves. Working with you is the greatest source of stimulation that they get because they're just learning a ton. Either way, either way, the number one thing you can do right now while it is illegal to see people in person in a gym setting is make sure that you have the capacity to deliver solutions remotely 
There's nothing more valuable that a fitness professional can do for themselves right now than make sure that their solutions can be delivered remotely. And so what that means is for clients who have, for example, paid $2,400 upfront for 24 sessions, let's say they used four of those sessions, they now have $2,000 worth of credit left. Let's say I charge $250 per month for remote programming. You now get to frame the conversation. Listen, Sue, I understand how much momentum you were just starting to gain. Here's what we're going to do to make sure that not only you don't lose all the gains that you've been working for, but that you can still make forward progress. We are going to take the cost of monthly programming and we are going to apply $250 of the credit you already have with me because the money has gone out of their account, right? And they want to know, they want to know where's this money going to go? What's going to happen? Where's the value that I paid for? We're going to take, you already have $2,000 worth of credit with me. They're seeking you. They're seeking the value from you. We're going to take 250 of those dollars. We're going to apply it for the next month. And I am going to fully program your month. You're actually going to get more Larry workouts than you were getting. Otherwise you are going to get full communication from me. We are fully connected and coaches and personal trainers. You need to know more than anything else. Your clients want to know that they are still connected to you, that they still have your support, that they still have your guidance, that you still care about them, that you are still looking to help them. You are their guide on this journey. And so now Sue gets to know, okay, for the next four weeks and only 250 of the $2,000 worth of credit I have left, I'm going to get anywhere from 12 to 16 Larry workouts. They're going to be video demos. He's going to be calling me about this. This is, going to, this is fantastic. I trust him. I feel safe. I feel like we can still move forward. Does that make sense so far? It does. The one thing I want to point out is that there's also another option, right? And the other option is that you're doing this stuff on Zoom, on FaceTime with your clients as they go through your programming. Talk them through that one. In my opinion, for the hand that we have all been dealt, coaches and trainers, that is the gold standard for excellence for what you can be doing right now. For your clients to see that you are still ready, willing, and able to find the best way to get as close as possible to being with you, that you have blocked out the time, that you've created a space on your computer with a background that is conducive to your focus and your attention, and you have a tool that allows you to demo things, and you put them in a position for success that they can still feel like they are showing up for the event of working with you, experientially, they still might have the same emotional impact. And that is all they both, that is all both of you guys need in order for you guys to, con- to continue to make forward progress. Yep. So the idea there is those are going to be billed like regular personal training sessions and to make up for the inability to be there in person, providing tactile cues. What you can do is you can go ahead and additionally supply your client with the program design for the other days at absolutely no additional cost, Mm -hmm. where normally that would cost them an extra $250 a month. So now they're getting the value add of getting the programming every day and they still get Larry kind of in person. Yeah. In my opinion, starting with that is a way to actually show them that you're going above and beyond and maybe even giving them a sense that they're getting more than they would get if they were working with you. Yes. And then what I believe is imperative from the gym owner side is first and foremost, it's going to hurt when you look at your bank account and you have 20,000, 30,000, 40, whatever you have in your account, 
and you just realize it just gut checked you the 2000 of it is actually prepaid for personal training sessions that Larry was going to do with this client. And now you got a call from somebody else that they want to hold their membership. They want to cancel. They want to suspend whatever the case is. Every dollar out is going to feel like a little bit of a knife. It is still your duty to pay your staff if they are executing services on behalf of the gym while the gym is closed. So what you will need is an email from both the coach and the client on the same thread confirming to you that this is what we decided. We decided that Larry is going to provide the following service and for the following service, I am going to pay him as if it was a personal training session, as if it was program design. Whatever you guys decide, that is the conversation that needs to go to the gym owner in an email. And then the gym owner can pay Larry however Larry is supposed to be paid for remitting that service. If you want to go one step further, something I would recommend that you guys do just because who the hell knows, both people should submit what they agreed to via a video added as an attachment in the email so that after the fact, there is no talk of, I never said that somebody else sent that email. And then gym owner, it's your job to pay for the sessions that are being done. Okay. So gym owner still making their money. They're still taking their piece of every training session. It's not like now that Larry's training remotely, he gets all of the money just because the gym is closed. The gym still gets their piece. Good with that. I love it. Now is the time for us to be working smarter. And if needed, harder and more. Instead of worrying about everyone leaving and you not ha- and it not raining anymore, now is the time to be hustling a little bit extra. Now is the time to be focusing on your recovery so you can be giving 125 to 150 to 200% than you normally do to your clients. Yes, and the last thing I want to point out to you guys is you know how to write workouts that don't include the equipment that's at the gym. Make sure your clients know that you know how to write workouts that do not include the equipment that happens to be in the gym. That's it. Go get them. All right. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow, giving you more tips on what you can do to make it through this thing. The industry needs you to get through this thing. So make sure you do it. Turn pro. All right. That's going to be a wrap for this episode of the Active Live podcast. And guys, remember, remember, if you are looking to enhance your fitness business, If you're sitting there thinking, man, I would love to be able to go on vacations. I would love to be able to take two weeks off and not have my business fall apart. And most importantly, most importantly, if you want to be a part of the movement that we are creating, facilitating, and seeing come to life, which is coaches and gyms becoming the healthcare clinic of the future, Helping people who've gotten hurt working out. Helping people who've been told they have to work out around that. Having people be told they're too old to do that. Find new hobbies. If hearing things like that for your clients is frustrating for you and you want to learn the skills to solve those problems and also get paid very well to do it, head to ActiveLifeProfessional.com and let's get talking. Till then turn pro.